dive in a little bit more because at the end of the day, anybody can, anybody can generate leads like lead generations easy, but quality lead generation is not easy. You're listening to Reply Talk, a podcast designed to provide actionable marketing strategies and valuable insights around apartment marketing, hosted by Corbin Wright. All right, so, new episode. Uh, we, you guys know our names. You know who we are. If you don't know who we are, uh, my name is Corbin Wright. We've got Michael Eastep. So, I am the founder uh, here at Reply. Director of Operations. And... Uh, and today we're talking about social media advertising versus social content strategy. So the difference, sure. difference between the two. Um, Quite a big difference. Huge difference. And same goal. Same goal. Similar goal. Similar goal, kind of yeah. a little bit. Um, but we get this question a lot. Uh, and a lot of the times, guys, we we take the questions that we get, recurring questions, and then after about the tenth time that we get asked this, uh, we throw it on our on our on our board podcast board because it's it's just we got to talk about it, right? Um, so social media advertising. What I think with social media advertising mm-hmm. is more prospect focused. Sure, uh, um, you can. There is a strategy around resident focus with your social advertising, mm-hmm. um, but I think that the biggest differentiator with social advertising uh, strategy is it's prospect lead gen. Yeah. Organic uh, social content. It's more resident focused. Sure. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, from a, from a content perspective, I think a lot of the content that you're creating, right. Needs to mainly appeal to the residents, right. Resident events, what you've got going on. Um, but there's also, there is a, you know, a small piece of the prospect side, right. When you, you may get somebody, you know, a prospect to your Instagram page, to your Facebook page, right. And you don't want it to be empty mm-hmm. and you don't want it to be all resident focus, right. You yep. want, you want to see if I'm a prospect, I want to see how engaged they are and how much content they're creating. Um, and if they're getting interaction from it, I want sure. to see, you know, good reviews. I want to see great pictures. I want to see happy residents, a lot of, a lot of engagement, um, I agree. It's part of that journey. So like you're, absolutely. you know, the prospect is going around to all these different, uh, places. They're validating you. They're validating right. whether Checking. you're, you're legit. Yep. So, you know, you've got, it's all part of that omni-channel experience of the, of the prospect journey of like making sure that everything's adding up. And then you're like, okay, this place isn't sketchy. Well, and I, I even think like if you don't have an Instagram or a Facebook, which I can't imagine that a lot of companies anymore don't, but maybe they don't have an Instagram Right. And Mm -hmm. depending on your demographic, that can, that can, you know, make or break you. It's like, man, this people, people think this is crazy, but like, man, they don't have an Instagram. Like, I wonder what this apartment's like. Well, yeah. You know, and you can see all the pictures that you want, but that could be a deciding factor for somebody, especially somebody that's in a little bit of a younger demographic. And it's like, wow, like they're not even posting on Instagram. They're not even, you know, engaging with their residents and, and creating resident events. Maybe these pictures are fake too. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they're not, you know, maybe the, the, I don't know, maybe this isn't the place I want to live. I agree. But, and so that's a good point that you make there is like going back to what I said, social advertising, more prospect focus, it's lead, it's lead gen. But the thing is, is you've got social content, uh, your social content strategy that can be more resident focused, but it does, it is a crucial part to creating validity to your prospects as well. Right. So 
I think we agree on on kind of those. Absolutely, and you know, from a from a social content perspective, right? There, there's also some importance behind not only creating recurring content and creating a lot of content to engage with residents and anybody that may come to the page, right? But there's also some strategy behind like, what does your photo albums look like? Mm-hmm. You know, and and having all that for people that visit the page or people, you know, residents engage in the content that may want to upgrade, right? And go check the Facebook real quick and see what the updated photos are like. So there, there's a lot of facets to the social content, but if we're talking um, lead gen, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's social advertising. Social it's advertising. definitely the way to go. Absolutely. So let's touch more on, I, I want to focus more on social advertising yeah. because uh, we get a lot of questions about social advertising and whether it's effective or, or not and, and quality quality of yep. leads. <clears throat> um, and, you know, first, I think it depends on your your demographic, your segmentation, who your per- that renter persona is. Sure. Because if you're trying to advertise through a certain social channel, it might not speak to that persona. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, if we're talking Facebook, Instagram, right, there's with one comes the other as, mm-hmm. as long as you have the pages and then you're dialing in like what part of Facebook, what part of Instagram that you want to be on. Absolutely. So go into that a little bit more. So like, what, what do you mean? What part of? Sure. And I think when, and, and if you don't mind, I'm bounce back in a little bit of the segmentation, right? I think there's a lot of, a lot of people that are hesitant to do social advertising right now because of some of the things that are going on with fair housing. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important to note that exclusion is the big word here, right? So you should not be excluding any particular piece of that demographic, right? It's mm-hmm. the people that you mainly want to include Yeah. in that ad, right? There's, you don't want to exclude anyone. You don't want to take anybody out of the potential target audience, Absolutely. right? This is very important to do from the beginning, yep. right? To make sure that you're meeting the requirements, um, don't exclude anyone, but you want to include, right? You want to make sure that it includes a certain demographic, Absolutely. right? Or the certain amount of people. So, so you're not excluding the, anybody. The, the targeted people, the people that you, you know, they find your, your ad and your content most relevant. relevant. Right. So, but that next step, right? That next step is diving into what part of these platforms that you want to be on, mm-hmm. right? Very important to understand who your target renter is, where they live, right? On social media. Are they on Facebook more often? Are they on Instagram more often? What part of Instagram and Facebook are they on, right? Is it somebody that's more likely to visit on a desktop? Is it somebody that's more likely to visit on a mobile, right? And you have those opportunities when you're setting up these campaigns to make sure that you're present in those places, right? So um, a perfect example would be you want to show up on, you've got a great video, Right, mm-hmm. we want that thing everywhere. Yeah. Right, but we all you, we don't want it everywhere. Right, we want it in the scrolling feed option mm-hmm. on Facebook. Right, so when people are watching videos, you know, they're people are watching like old videos of The Voice, yeah, or something like that. I get that all the time. Um, and then you get an ad for that, or it's in the scrolling feed, and your videos there. Um, you want it in the desktop feed. You want it in the mobile feed. So when they're scrolling through, your video is playing as they're scrolling. It's very Excellent. important to set it up that way. Um. But you may not want to show up on Facebook stories, right? There's a ton of people on Facebook stories, but I think we need a little bit more time to assess who lives there, how long they live there, and how often people are actually checking Facebook stories. That's something that we often hold off on 
unless somebody feels very strongly, a customer feels very so, strongly and I, about and I being think there. it also comes down to, you know, we take a lot of things into consideration, your budget. You know, how many places do you want to put it? Because the more visibility, the, the more impressions, uh, the more clicks, uh, depending on what campaign you're, you're, you're Some of these at. force you to spend much quicker than others. Yeah. Right? So, it may not be as effective. So really with advertising, you know, making sure that you do know all of these channels that you can be visible on across your social channels and, and really like diving in and, and understanding where you're getting the most views from or clicks from or in, in what's most effective right. in those ad sets and where those ad sets are being. Absolutely. And that's put. something that we dive into quite a bit is, you know, when we're running these lead gen campaigns or anything that's using the lead form, um, the native lead form within Facebook itself, right? Um, is finding out which platform they're getting the most submissions on, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of refining the strategy based on that. So it's kind of like an AdWords campaign almost, mm-hmm. you know? Um, is one of my ad groups getting a ton of visibility, crappy click-through rate, and no conversions? Okay, it's probably time after 60 days to turn that thing off, right? It's been yep. tested. It's time to turn it off, right? And if I run a campaign for 30 days on Facebook and I get 30 submissions, 25 are through Instagram, right? I should probably limit what I, my exposure on Facebook and make sure that there's enough money as possible, as much money as possible going into the consistent feed on Instagram. So this, right? this is extremely important and this is what we tell all of our customer, even, even when we're having conversations with, uh, even internally. Yeah. It's like, look at these things, ask your agency, uh, what's going on with that. Dive in a little bit more because at the end of the day, anybody can, anybody can generate leads like lead generations. Easy. But quality lead generation is not easy. Um, that's especially on Facebook. I mean, it's tough. It's tough. Like there's there's little things in place, and there's some little tips that that we do to really drive qualified leads. Like we've got the form. So the form is a great example. Um, that form. That damn form. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this is this is something that's extremely important because. Uh, I'll let you explain a little bit better because sure. It's like one of my one things that I, well, there's quite a few things like talk about obviously, but when we're going over social advertising with a customer and onboarding a new customer, even talking about on a monthly call, right? Um, one of the things that I make sure that our team does is like you do not like one thing is absolutely not use that first step form unless the customer demands we use that. And what I mean by the one step form Right is within Facebook. If this is important, on, very important. This will help you guys out. I promise. Yes, um, it seems very simple, but a lot of people don't realize that you can put some extra steps in place. So, if if you're currently running ads on Facebook and you do not have um, the two step form set up, uh, what that first form that that general generic form that Facebook offers you will auto populate their information and submit it very quickly. Um, so it asks, it does not ask them to check their information. It does not ask to verify their information and it pre-populates information that they may or may not have updated on their computer. Right. So when's the last time you updated your Facebook info? Man. Yeah. It's been a while. A lot of people don't update their Facebook information, right? I think if anybody's listening right now, college email in my, and I still don't change it because, (laughs) and even, so think about, think about this, right? You, so you change to log in one day, you have to change it from the, the old, school email that's no longer valid to the email that you switch to 
what seven eight years ago nine yeah 20 years ago for for some people um so it's got that old email that you don't use that you never check right that your prospect probably never checks right and it's it's a lot of old maybe even an old phone number Mm -hmm. right some people don't put their phone number in facebook right so you know it's going to populate um no phone number the wrong phone number or no phone number anything about yeah you can have a required field but Another thing about Facebook forms is it does not validate it. You're not, there's nothing in place that's actually validating whether it's a real number or not. Um, or it's not doing a cross check with your, you know, with, uh, your email hosting, um, to see if it's an actual real email. Um, so, and there's another strategy that we kind of, that kind of leads into the other strategy that we do. Sure. So the easiest way to, to take a look at your Facebook ads for not receiving quality, if you stopped because your quality was so, so crappy, right? Your first thing you need to go back and do is, and it takes a little bit of extra time, Mm -hmm. right? But it's worth it. So go in and use the two-step form. What that two-step form does is it allows you to add fields, right? Create a little bit more friction. Um, But it also forces that prospect to double check their information, Mm-hmm. And 100% submit that information themselves. So it's not, it may still pre-populate, but if you add a few additional fields, right, it it adds good friction. Yeah. Right? So you don't have so, old, old Billy breakup going through this Facebook feed looking for <laughs> looking for apartments and he sees it and he's like, oh man, I'm just going to, that's a good one. I'm going to submit my information. Right, right. And we haven't even talked about the copy that you may write, yeah. right, or the headline, right? But there's plenty of ways to, to increase quality that you know, are behind the scenes, right? Yeah. Some things in the setup of the campaign itself, right? Yep. You know, if you want to talk about copy, you know, it's price from where, the, you know, these are simple things that a lot of people that I, I still don't see today, mm-hmm. um, you know, priced from where, where is this thing even located? Yeah. Right. How, what's your radius? Right. You don't have to target the whole U S yeah. right? but you also may not want to target 25 miles. You want to target five. You may want to run a different campaign and target two miles around your community mm-hmm. and another one that's got 20. And we do that a lot too. So there's a lot of, a lot of things that can increase quality on a Facebook advertising, Facebook ad, right? But the easy, the, the number one, you go in, figure out where you're, where they live on social media and create a little bit more friction, some good friction on that form. And I promise you will see an increase increase in quality you know how you can get the most qualified leads on facebook why most, don't you tell me the buddy. most qualified you do you know me? what i'm gonna say i maybe <laughs> um oh boy. remarketing yeah there you go your facebook pixel nothing drives me crazier like and it i can't i guess it doesn't drive me nothing drives me crazier because there's a lot of things yeah. that drive me crazy but you should always be if you have a budget if you have a social budget you should be putting a good portion of that budget to remarketing to the people that already went to your website. Sure. I, I or saw your a, landing page. Yeah, I like saw a statistic the other day, like some sort of like 85 to 90%. I think we talked about this before 85 to 90% of people looking for an apartment do, th- do so through search. Mm-hmm. Right. So chances are they're going to at some point make it to landing page website. Right. So what happens when they leave? Because we all know they leave, right? They eventually leave, and a lot of people leave without submitting their information, yeah. right? And if unless even if they submit their information, you got to make sure that you have the right processes set up to follow them on, through their journey yeah. afterwards, right? So the easiest way to get them more information about your community, right, is to take advantage of the tools that are provided to you through 
Facebook and Instagram, right? By adding that pixel to your website. Yes. So go into a little bit more detail about what the pixel is, why it's so important and how it helps to remarket. So a lot of people that you might know what the Facebook pixel is, but it's a, it's a, it's a pixel that you put, it's a code that you put on to your website and it's, it's very easy. So, and a very, lot of the property management uh, companies who have CMSs and everything, you just put in the pixel uh, number and it should populate. But if yep. you have, if you have a custom website and you have a developer, um, have them put this pixel on your website because then you're able to go and remarket to the people that went to your website. If they, and then if they go off of your website and then they're traveling around, they're searching on Facebook, it's going to serve your ad to them again. And then you want to make sure that you have it set up to properly capture that lead. You just, it's just like you're just following them and you're, constantly staying stalking, relevant but following closely that's uh yeah borderline stalking <laughs> but uh but it works yeah. and i just think that that is the easiest win in social advertising it's normally low budget yeah super yeah. low budget and they've already been to your website yeah right they've already Most visited qualified lead you right. could possibly get and why would you not follow them mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and i think in the industry the average is right around two and a half to three minutes for site time mm-hmm Right. So anybody that's visiting your website for two to three minutes, right. They're already, you know, we're already asking them to make a big purchase, right. So they're going to continue to search. It's not going to be a one and done kind of thing unless you guys are like on point. And even if you are, it's not going to hurt to have a strong remarketing strategy in place for sure. So absolutely. Definitely. Great point. Um, but I've, you did mention like a lot of people know what the Facebook pixel is. We've run into a lot of cases where like they may know what it is, but they don't know why it's so important or Mm -hmm. what all it allows you to do. Right. Or they've asked about it and somebody said, Oh, you know, it's going to be 200 bucks here. It's going to be $150 there. And you know, it's a very simple thing. It's super sad. And like, you know, there's, you place a JavaScript code on the, on the website and and you're good. Um, but Definitely, like that's such an easy, such an easy win on yeah, the on the sure. Facebook pixel. But, already uh, quality, so super quality. Um, so, all right, so we've got social advertising with remarketing, and there's so many we could go on all day, but I think that those are like the biggest key Do takeaways. Like a two hour podcast. Yeah, <laughs> this is the key takeaways of of sure. your social advertising. But let's hop back over to social content real quick, mm-hmm. and what are some ways that you do with the the social content strategy or that we do, um, to focus on the resident. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's not only what resident events you have going on, right. But you want to provide value to your residents. That's not just about you. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we always find very important is to participate or to promote things going on within the community, right? What do my residents like? What are they going to like to do? Right. Because if they spend all of their time at the community, right, it's probably they, they need to get out a little bit. They want, you know, they're going to go out to local bars, local events and things like that. And if you're contributing in that realm, right, if you're contributing like, hey, so and so or hey, residents, you know, there's this really great event going on down the street. Right. They might bring their friends. Yep. Right. They might invite their friends. And if they invite their friends, their friends are going to come back to your community afterwards and maybe enjoy the pool or maybe spend some time in their apartment. Right. So being involved, not only um, posting about your events, right. But getting involved in local events around the community that you think your residents are like is an easy, quick win, right. Somebody's already created the event for it. They've already done all the legwork. 
all you got to do is post about it. Absolutely. Here's so, another. Here's another thing too: is it, social content strategy isn't just regularly posting the content. It's making sure that your content is up to date. Up to date. So relevant. so having that having somebody's eyes on that all the time, whether it's your reviews and letting the community team know, mm-hmm. um, whether it's making sure that your websites. Uh, links are all working, making sure yeah. that your your uh, phone numbers are correct, mm. making sure your photos are crisp and clean, making sure because Facebook makes changes all the time. You know, maybe they change the layout on the on the uh, uh, on the home page and your banner is all messed up and it's looking real funky. Uh, you know, these are little things that goes back to the prospect validation. And then also too with so your true. residents going to your Facebook and you know, maybe they're they're we get communities get a lot of uh, angry residents at times and they're going to leave a review and having somebody that's there uh, to mitigate that, that response and, and let the community team know that it's there um, is just having a second set of eyes on there is always is is important. And, uh, and you know, you don't just social content is just one piece of it. But also making sure that everything is is accurate Social and up to date. Social content's got a lot of layers, right? Yeah. It's not just posting. And I think no. I mentioned before, you know, the photo albums, right? Mm-hmm. Like maybe you dedicate a photo album to, you know, one bedroom floor plans to throw photos, you know, photos like that, right? So it's about staying consistent with that. Mm-hmm. Right? It's about staying consistent with your amenity spaces, making sure that those photos are crisp and clean. There's and so making many times sure- too. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. This is so. I've went to so many Facebook pages before and they've went through a, uh, a reno and, and it's old photos and it's like, get those out of there. Like, I don't want to see that. Delete them. I don't want to see that shag carpet. You right. know, that's just like you renovated the property. You renovated the property. Reason. Like, yeah, it's good to have it before and after, but like get those things out of there. Yeah, but and, you can be strategic with your before and yeah. after, right? This is what it was. This is how great it is now. This is why you should move here when you may not have before. That's a selling opportunity, right? Absolutely. But a whole photo album dedicated to all the old photos? Uh-huh. Yeah. Get yep. that out. Absolutely. So, um, so social advertising versus social content, you know, they, they are very different, but they do play together, play well together. Um, and I think it's important that whether you decide to go with one vendor or two vendors or three vendors, right. That they're not just working with you, right. If I'm the marketing manager, if I'm the marketing director, right. I don't want those three companies just working with me and me only, right. Mm-hmm. They need, whether, like I said, whether it's one, two or three, they need to feel comfortable communicating with each other. And Absolutely. You, right? That strategy can only stay cohesive if everybody feels comfortable reaching out to each other. Yep. That, that's the only way to keep it cohesive, and that's the only way to create success around this because as soon as one's broken, you lose. It becomes very fragmented. and Very then fragmented. You, you, just, you lose the trust. Yep. So if you've got somebody doing your social content, you've got somebody doing your social ads, you've got your community team responding to, and they're kind of managing your day-to-day and, and posting – it's so crucial that those three people communicate, communicate. Um, it is, it it is easier if you've got one person that's able to do the social content, social advertising strategy, because it, it does, you've got the one vision to drive that strategy and, um, and then you have that brand cohesiveness. Um, but we do see, where you've got you can be one. very successful with multiple vendors. You can, right? but I they have to be comfortable reaching out to and talking to each other. We have plenty of cases like that. 
I call other vendors all the time because I want that relationship ultimately for the success of our customer. Our mutual customer is what matters, right? Without our mutual customer, we both wouldn't be here. Absolutely. So making sure that that... Same with the websites. It's like you've got a mutual customer. So we reach out to the website vendor. Hey, can you help us out? We just need to place a pixel on your website. Not going to require that much work, but I'm telling you, it's going to be great for our customer. And we've had cases where we... They get charged to put charged that pic- at it, right? Which, which I get from a business model. You know, you've got to charge for your time. Um, but when it but comes down mu- to mutual customers, the key, right? Absolutely. But when it comes down to doing the right thing, mm-hmm. right thing, right reasons, we will, we'll pay to put that pixel on there because sure. it's that important. Yeah, we. I mean, I plenty of times where we've just. We'll take care of it. We'll cover that. We got it, right? Because ultimately, it's going to help everybody, right? Absolutely. Customer. So, All right, guys. Well, if that's social advertising versus social content, you got to take a blended approach. Um, Social advertising, obviously lead gen. Social content, focusing on the residents, making sure that that you're providing valuable content. But also, there is opportunities for lead gen because of your resident base and the referrals and also validation with your prospects. Sure. And I think, you know, to kind of recap and give everybody like quick rundown or like just an idea, something to think about after the episode, right? There, there's a, you and I could talk about this for hours, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of layers to these strategies. There's a lot of things that go into this, right? So I'm not saying I know everything. You're not saying you know everything, right? But having everybody on the same page and developing that strategy together, Right. And all in being on the same page and knowing that there's a lot of layers into this, there's a lot of pieces, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of little pieces that you can miss. Uh, so making sure that you're working directly with whoever's providing these services to you, whether it's a vendor or whether you're doing it yourself. Um, just remember, there's a lot of layers. And if you don't know, if you have never heard of some of the things that we just talked about, um, you either ask, you, you can more than happy to, to answer that for you if you have any questions. Yeah, right? reach there's, out. There's a lot of information out there. So make sure that, you know, you're doing your research, that you understand all that, because there are a lot of layers to both of these strategies. It's not just rip these things out mm-hmm. and send them live and, and good luck, right? There, yeah. There's a lot of factors that come into play if you really want to put an ROI on these dollars and you really want to speak to success of it. Absolutely. Totally agree. Next episode. And another one. one. Yeah, and another one. But maybe in another one down the road, we'll we'll dive in a little bit more to social content strategy yeah, or social advertising. We'll two. break it down. But like you said, if you guys have questions, please reach out, hit us up on LinkedIn, hit us up through email, hit us up on our website, www.reply360.com. That is reply, R-E-P-L-I, 360.com. Um, or leave a comment in uh, in one of our posts, whether it's YouTube, whether it's on LinkedIn. Um, we're pretty much on every single social channel. We're extremely active. We answer any question whenever you want um but if you have questions please reach out uh and if you disagree with this leave a comment please yeah leave a comment we 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 want to this is the reason why we have this podcast is absolutely spark debate conversation uh so thanks for joining us guys like our podcast subscribe to it uh and uh leave us five five stars stars. (laughs) all right see you guys